Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, before I begin my reading today, I want to give you a little uh, background information on Isaiah that we didn't really discuss when I was doing the introduction to Isaiah. Essentially, it's this. Isaiah is often divided into two different books by scholars. And so the two different books or two different sections of Isaiah are first Isaiah 1 through 39, which focuses on the judgment of Israel and the judgment of the nations. And then after that, chapters 40 through 66, the focus shifts to restoration of Israel, the redemption of Israel, and the restoration of mankind and the redemption of mankind. And so today we're reading the last chapter of the first section, which focuses again on the judgment of Israel and the the judgment of the nations. And then uh, the next session will begin with the uh, the the group that shifts focus to the restoration and redemption of Israel and the nations. So now let's read Isaiah chapter 39. At that time, Marduk, Baladan, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and a gift because he had heard of his illness and his recovery. Hezekiah received the envoys gladly and showed them what was in his storehouses, the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine olive oil, his entire armory, and everything found in his treasures. There was nothing in his palace or in all of his kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. Then the prophet Isaiah went to King Hezekiah and asked, What did those men say, and where did they come from? From a distant land, Hezekiah replied, they came to me from Babylon. The prophet asked, What did they see in your palace? Well, they saw everything in my palace, Hezekiah said. There is nothing among my treasures that I didn't show them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord Almighty. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your predecessors have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord, and some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, who will be born to you, will be taken away and they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. The word of the Lord that you've spoken is good, Hezekiah replied, for he thought there will be peace and security in my lifetime. Now, first in this chapter, Hezekiah foolishly reveals his wealth to Babylon. The king of Babylon uh, sends congratulations to Hezekiah on his uh, miraculous recovery. Remember, he had received um, a word from Isaiah, you're going to die. And um, he had prayed and got 15 years more life. So the word of this went all the way to Babylon, apparently. And so the king of Babylon uh, sent an envoy to Hezekiah with letters and a gift because of his illness and his recovery. Well, that was nice. And then um, uh, it starts to kind of go off the rails. In verse 2, Hezekiah received the envoys gladly. And then he showed them what was in his storehouses, uh, all the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine olive oil, uh, his entire armory, 
and everything among his treasures. And the Bible says there was nothing in his palace or in all of his kingdom that Hezekiah didn't show them. Now, unbeknownst to Hezekiah, Babylon at this point in time was not a world power. The major world power in Hezekiah's day was Assyria. But within about 150 years, Babylon would rise to global prominence and would indeed subdue all of the known world around them and uh, subjugate them, including Hezekiah's kingdom, Judah, and the city of Jerusalem in which Hezekiah was then living. And so these these uh, things that Hezekiah showed the envoys from Babylon must have been recorded, the silver, the gold, the spices, and all of the armory and all of his treasures and all that. Somebody in Babylon got a list. And, um, and so back to chapter 39 in Isaiah. Isaiah the prophet goes to Hezekiah and said, what did those men say? Where'd they come from? Hezekiah said, oh, from a distant land. Don't worry about those guys. They came all the way from Babylon. And so the prophet asked, what did they see in your palace? And Hezekiah responded honestly, and uh, he explained that he showed them exactly what he owned, everything in his palace and everything in the kingdom, and there was nothing among his treasures that he did not reveal to the Babylonians. And then Isaiah responded with prophecy to Hezekiah concerning Judah's future of being destroyed by Babylon. Now, this was going to be, as I said, some 150 years in the future from the prophecy of Isaiah. And scholars, modern scholars, have questioned this because it's clearly supernatural knowledge that's being conveyed. And so sometimes you'll read higher critics that attempt to say some redactor put this in. But I, as I assume you believe, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to Isaiah, and so the Spirit of the Lord revealed the future, in this case, to Isaiah of what was to come. So hear the word of Isaiah from verse 5. The word of the Lord Almighty, the time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your predecessors have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord, and some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, who will be born to you, they'll be taken away, and they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Well, indeed, all of that was uh, to come to pass in the future. It was revealed to Hezekiah. And so if it were me getting this prophetic word, I would have been very remorseful for having shown all of the, the treasures and so forth, the wealth of the kingdom to the Babylonians, and then I would have been horrified getting this word. But oddly, Hezekiah replied, the word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. And then the scripture explains, for he thought there would be peace and security in my lifetime. In other words, Hezekiah was focused on the here and now to some degree. And uh, he took solace in the fact that this terrible destruction by Babylon was not going to take place in his lifetime. And so he didn't seem, from the text anyway, he didn't seem to be aware in any way that he was personally culpable to some degree for showing these treasures. But to me, the text indicates that uh, the Spirit of the Lord and Isaiah the prophet recognized that what Hezekiah had done was was very foolish, you know, that um, showing them all of these things was going to create an enticement 
that later was going to draw the Babylonians to attack. And so that's, that's some of that is my own personal observation and conjecture, but that's my opinion that Hezekiah had um, uh, responded foolishly in showing these things. And in some way, he had given a, an invitation to the, uh, the Babylonians that would come later, saying that there's, there's really good stuff in Israel. You need to go get that stuff from Judah and the temple and the kingdom there because um, they got a lot of gold and silver and treasures. Anyway, this idea of there'll be peace and security in my lifetime. I think peace and security is is wonderful. We all um, move toward a place of peace. We all desire security. And I desire it in my lifetime. But I also am very focused on praying for the peace and security of my children and my grandchildren. Now, I think as a responsible, God-fearing man, I need to be concerned not only with my well-being, but the well-being of those that come after me. And so now I want to pray into that. Lord, we do pray that there would be peace and security in our lifetimes. But Lord, we pray for peace and security in the generations to come. Lord, may your hand be on our country in the generations to come. When we are gone, Lord, may our descendants know you, serve you, and be protected by you. May they find their peace in the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. May they find their security in the only true God. Lord, we pray that this would be true of our descendants and of our country. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.